Okay, let's get into Parsha's Korach, Tavshin Ayin Vav. And we start off with the name of the Parsha, the fact that the Torah calls this Parsha, the fact that we call it Parsha's Korach. And that's a question of the Lubavitcher Rebbe in the, uh, the Gutnik Chumish where he asks, we know the Pasuk tells us in Mishle, Shem Rishoyim Yerkav, that the name of Rishoyim, the Mishnah also talks about this in Yuma, should rot. And we're not supposed to be mazkir, mention names of those wicked ones. So the question is, we call this Parsha, Parsha's Korach. How many times do we use the name Korach? And the question is, wasn't he a Russia? Okay, Noach, there are different opinions about. Balak, okay, but the main player there was Bilam. But Korach, that, that's a problem. This begs the question, asked the Labavitcher Rebbe. How could the Torah eternalize the name of Korach? A wicked man who did not repent in his lifetime by calling an entire parsha by his name? That's the kasha. And the answer he gives is that though Korach was wicked, was a rasha, there are two ideas. There are two messages that we can learn from Korach. Yes, he ended up, obviously, being a rasha and having his demise, but there are two ideas that we can learn we can learn from Korach. Line 8. While Korach was indeed wicked in his deeds, he nevertheless harbored a desire which is appropriate for every Jewish person to emulate. He wanted to be the Kohen Gadol. He wanted to be the high priest. As the Rambam says, anyone who, the quotes the Rambam from the end of Hilfah Shemitah V'yovel, our desire, our taiva in life has to be Ruchnius. We have to have that desire. How we get there is open and we have to go through the proper means. Right? There are those that went through inappropriate means to, to get there. That might be Nadav and Avihu. That might be the Adas Korach. And that's for sure Korach. Korach was upset. He was jealous. He wanted to have some of the positions that were given out by, by Moshe and Aaron. So obviously what he did was rebelling against Moshe Rabbeinu and, uh, Getting the nation riled up, that was obviously wrong and sinful, fully. But the nikuda of having a desire for Ruchnius, that is something that we can learn from him. Thus says the Lubavitcher Rebbe, Korach was not corrupt in his ideology, but only in his method of implementation. His desire to be the Kohen Gadda was well-founded. As Moshe said, right, I, he also wanted, his only mistake was attempting to achieve this goal by usurping Moshe rather than following him. That was the problem. He had the desire, and that's what we can learn. We have to have the desire for Ruchnius, for always wanting to achieve more in the proper context, not in the way that Korach did it. Uh, that is what we always have to want to grow spiritually. As we mentioned often, the pitgam of Bashamayim Ma'al V'yal Ha'aretz Mitachas. Bashamayim Ma'al. We always have to look at people who have more than us and strive to be like them. V'yal Ha'aretz. But in terms of Gashmi'as Mitachas, we have to look at people who have less than us and be happy with what we have. Samech Bechalkeinu. But that was Korach, the first Nekuda, the Nekuda Sakadusha that we can learn from him is the desire for Ruchnius, the desire to to gain, number one. Number two, a second idea that we can learn from Korach, on the right side, it wasn't that he meant this for us to learn from him, but the result of what happened teaches us something. Nevertheless, we see that most of the Parsha speaks of Korach's evil mistakes, rather than his good intentions, to the extent that we're warned, as Hashem will speak about soon. So what's the message of most of the Parsha? of Korach's punishment. In truth, however, writes the Lubavitcher Rebbe, even Korach's downfall tells us an uplifting message to those who ponder its significance deeply. Korach was terribly punished. What does that mean? Someone's only punished if they have the choice to do something better. They didn't use the choice, so Mamela, they're punished. 
The fact that Korach was so punished means that he had Bechira Chavshis, that he could have done more. He had the potential for holiness. He had the potential for, for gaining. From Korach's well-meaning failure, we can learn the possibility of real failure means that freedom of choice is totally in our hands and that consequently real success is an option available to us all. If such onesh is given, so it must be that such schar is also open for the masses. It's something that we need to remember and use and review again and again. The Rambam in the beginning, in the middle of Hilchos Shuvah, where the Rambam talks about bechir yichavshis, rishus lechaladim nesuna. Everyone has rishus. Nobody should ever say al yaver b'machshavascha davar zeh. The Rambam's formulation: We shouldn't think that we are destined to do something. We are destined to be evil. We are destined to be this. No. Hakobi de Shemayim, yes, but Chutzmi Yerat Shemayim. Right, when it comes to Yerat Shemayim, when it comes to Bechir Chavshis, making the choices, we could be like Moshe Rabbeinu, we could be like Yeravim ben Nevat. The fact that there was a calamity of what happened with Korach means that we have such tremendous potential in order to be able to get Sechar. Okay, so moving right along. So that's the background to the Parsha, the name of the Parsha, and now let's get into some of the Parsha. So in the beginning of Parak Tezayin, we have the Discussion of Korach, Ben Yitzhar, Ben Kahas, Ben Levi, and the Pazak tells us uh, in Rashi actually tells us on Pazak Zayin, Rashi tells us the Pazak first says, Zosasu, this is what Hashem uh, told Moshe to tell Korach, Kuchulachem Machtos, take uh, take Eish, and in that way I am going to prove who is the who is the right one? So if you look, we look on Pasik Zion, the Pasik tells us that Korach made a mistake. What was his mistake? We're on Rav Lachem B'nei Levi. Says the Torah, says Rashi, What did Korach see if he was so wise and he has such a great striving for Ruchnius? What was his mistake? Eino Hitato. His eye deceived him. He saw an amazing chain of descendants that came from him. Shmuel. Shmuel and Avi. Shmuel and Avi comes from Korach. Right? We know Shmuel was a Levi. Comes from Korach. So you see Shmuel, as, as David, as David Melech says in Tehillim, Shmuel comparing to Moshe and Aaron. We say it every Friday night. So Amar, Bishvilo ani nimlat. It must be, says Korach, I'm going to be saved for him. The Estrim, the Arba, Mishmaros, Omdos, Lebanay, Banav, Kula, Mesnabim, Baruch HaKodesh. He saw all these unbelievable descendants. Omar, he says to himself, Efshar, Kalagdula Hazos, Asidullah Amon, Mimeni, Vani Adom. All this greatness, I must be great. If all this greatness comes from me, so it must be that I am also deserving of a position. That's why he chose to get it forcibly. He saw one is going to be saved. I'm the one. That is Rashi. If you look in the Likute Yehoshua, one of our uh, new new uh, svarim that we've been using, Yehoshua Scheinfeld, we're going to have two thoughts of his tonight. tonight says the, uh, the Likute Yehoshua, he picks up on the first two words. What did Rashi say? His eye misled him. Vishamati, second line of the Likute Yoshua. Vishamati Migodol Echad. Al Halashon Eino Hitato Balashon Yachid. Why does he say his eye misled him? It should be his eyes. He looked into the future. What do you mean his eye? One eye. Right? Velo Amar Eino Hitato Balashon Rabim. Dehine. 
Says Likudi Yeshua, he heard in the name of a Gadol Echad. A famous thought, but it's put onto this Chazal. We have to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu with two eyes. What two eyes? Hainu. Shebaayin achaz yireh v'yakar shiflis atzmo. We have to realize what's called Navardic in uh, colloquial language, the lowliness of man. We have to realize that we're nothing. We have to realize we're ants in the larger universe where our Kaddish Baruch Hu is all-encompassing. We have to realize that we're nothing without our Kaddish Baruch Hu's help. To realize humility. Humility. Anava. Learning from last week's parish, two, week, two weeks ago's parasha from Moshe Rabbeinu of Anav Mikaladam, learning from Rabbi Yudah Hanasi throughout Shas, Rabbi Yosef Engel points out, he's the one that always says, Omer Ani, Omer Ani. Lani is daiti, as the Mishnah says at the end of Sota, Mishameis Rabbi Bala Anava. So we have to learn, we have to learn that. That's one eye of ours. Uba'ayin Ashniya, Yirevi Gablus Habore. But we also have to focus on the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Not just the lowliness of man, but the finiteness of man, but the infinitude of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If we focus properly with both eyes in a balanced way, then we can be a tzaddik. We can have the proper balance, because if we recognize the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and then I'm an Evan Hashem, though, though I'm nothing by myself, I realize I have self-worth being an Evan of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The problem with Karach is, he only had one eye. He realized, he didn't rebel against HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He knew Hashem was awesome, and he believed in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and he wanted to serve Hashem. But the problem was that he only recognized Godless Habore. He did not have any Shifla Sa'adam, meaning, Kikala Eda Kulam Kedoshim. Klomar, Shoyamasik Hasogas Gedolos Begavlus Hashem. Avaloha Yamargush Beshiflus Atzmo. He did not recognize any, any limitations to himself. Kamosha Nomotsim Bemoshe, Shanem Arbanach Numa, Moshe Rabbeinu says, Who are we? Moshe Rabbeinu, Vilukorach Toain, Shakole, the Kulam Kedoshim, Sharoa Atzmo Bemadregas Kadosh. Vize Eno Hitato, his eye. The eye that should have been. He had one eye. He was missing the other eye. Ha'ayin shetzricha lahakir b'chisaron hu shihitato b'bnei sherash al shalaz gadola. And then it goes, read the, continue reading the Rashi. Because he saw this greatness and he said, I must be great too. And that is what the mess, uh, mistake was that he should have realized the balanced that we have. Maybe those achuyos of his descendants weren't because he was going to get the position. It was because of his, of his family. Okay, a related thought. A related thought uh, based on a mission in Perkyavos. We have never looked at this set of Svarim, so Shechianu, this is the first time we're looking in Rabbi Yisrael Lau's commentary on Perkyavos. Six-volume work, Yachel Yisrael, uh, and we will see what he has to say at the end. He will be relating to Korach, relating his words. And he talks about the Mishnah in the first parak of Perkyavos. Negid Shema Avad Shemei. What does that mean? Negid Shema Avad Shemei. So first pshat, he says, is Negid is from a Lashon of Limshoch, to pull. Mishchu Ukechu Lachem. Mishchu, the uncle says, Negidu, pull to you. Meaning, so what would then the Mishnah be saying? Negid Shema. If you pull a name for yourself, Avad Shemei, you will lose your name. What does that mean? Omeris HaMishnah, says Rabbi Lau. A person who wants to pull his name. 
and have his name spread from across the whole world. He wants to be famous, meaning somebody is Rodif Achara Kavid. Misha Rotel Agdilas Persuma Ba'olam. Somebody wants to be famous. That's his goal in life. And that's what all his actions, they're trying to achieve um, fame and publicity. Negid, you're trying to pull your name across the world. You're going to lose your name. And if you're medayik, unbelievable in the words, you're going to lose everything. Because what does the Mishnah say? The four words that we just read. Negid Shema. If somebody tries to pull a name, Avad Shemei, he will lose his name. What's the message? If you try to pull a name, you try to get a name that doesn't belong to you. We try to get a name and we try to run after the covered. So what's going to happen? I'm even going to lose my own personal name that I had even before I started. If I try to get more, I lose even what I have, right? Like the mushal of the, of the wolf or the fox looking at his reflection in the water. He tries to get the second fish. He even loses the fish that he, that he has. And that's what he says, Shekane on line eight. Even the name that you, that was appropriate for you, that you had, the Shemei, so shram sheyovedu, because the Gemara says an erven kolab machazer achal achal gdula gdula borechas vimenu, and that's there are so many chazals that relate to this. If we try to jump, if we try to go beyond in terms of covid, then motzinas adam and olam. Gemara in Sota he quotes kolanosin enov b'mash enov shelo. If I try to take something, if I put my eyes. There's a lot of eye connections to Korach also. If I try to put my eyes on what's not mine, What I want, I won't get, and what I have, I will lose. That's Korach, that's Kayin, that's the Nachash HaKadmoni, and Bilam, and Doeg, and Achitofel, and Gechiz, and Avshalom. So many throughout history, throughout Tanakh, just wanted more and more. They had so much. Haman was the prime minister. Ranachitofel was the advisor. Doeg, they all had so much, yet they tried to get more. If we try to get more, we even lose what we have. Negid Shema, Avad, Avad Shemei. Line 16. Adam Shem Natsel Lachroi, when I'm he gives a mushal. gives a, a, a mushal. He's like, you have a camel. Shenem is Tapek Betsura, Shabarak Bore. Beli Kana, you have a camel who wants horns. The camel is so upset. Who wants horns. The camel tries to get horns. He goes to a horse, an ox, whatever it is. He's going he's gonna to lose himself. He's going to lose everything. Because the camel's not supposed to have horns. That's how it sounds humorous to us. But that's how we have to look at our lives. Whatever HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us, whatever, whatever state we are in, that's what we're supposed to have. Kodesh Baruch Hu doesn't not give us anything that we're supposed to have. Negid Shema, Avad Shemei. And then turning over the page for a moment, he quotes from the Medrash Mual on top. He says, and this applies in all areas of life. Bechot Chumei Achayim source for. Beinim Ziyar Adam B'Malachto. Beinim Merabanu So. Beinim Bisraruso. In my position at work. In my position in the shul. If I didn't get the Aliyah, I wasn't supposed to get the Aliyah. If he didn't call me up with that title, I wasn't. If I wasn't supposed to get that job, I wasn't. Akadosh Baruch was in charge. And therefore, says the Rabbi Lau, says the Yachal Yisrael, that's the message of the Mishnah. Nagid Shema Avad Shemei. Amnam, and then he continues. And again, we already see where Korach 
is coming in. He already quoted it, Derech Angav, that this is what Korach's problem was, right? Connected to the Eino Hitato. But he wanted Shema. So therefore, he even lost Tishmei. Lo rock, though, he continues. Tavas ha-kavid. Sheinu magia lo goremes li'ibut shmosh la'adam. Not just running after kavid. Elagamim hu ra'uy l'shmoh pimasav. Even if he's a, it's appropriate. A person has to realize that one has to be so careful when one is in a position of power and authority and mufursam and he has fame and fortune. A, if you run after it when you don't want it, you're going to lose even one's name. And even when one has it, one has to be so careful that one uses it and realizes that it's a gift from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because it's so easy, and Rahman al-Islam, we see this so often in life, how power corrupts. And people can misuse power. And that is what uh, says Rabbi Lau HaKadosh Baruch Hu Dafka, when he took Avram Avinu to Eretz Canaan, he says, that's why I'm going to make you great. Because you're going to travel and you're going to, you're going to have to lower yourself. That Mishnah is about somebody who's worried about his name. Line 31. After he says, I'm going to make you great, you're going to have fame and fortune, you're going to start a nation, Avram might be nervous. Maybe this power is going to corrupt me. No, no, no. It's going to be a bracha for you. That is part one of what Rabbi Leal says, and that's what he said earlier. That's Korach. Korach wanted more, and therefore he lost even even what he had. But then he just adds one more point, turning over another shot of Negit Shema which also applies to Korach. Going now to page, source number five, on page three, in the middle. He quotes again the Medrash Shmuel, and a lot of the... What Rabbi Leal does in his Sefer, he takes various commentaries of the Perkyavos and he expands upon them and he discusses them in a beautiful tapestry type of way. So he has uh, many pages on every Mishnah. So says the says Rabbi Leal there in the second shot, he says, Nigidshma, besides pulling a name, trying to pull your name across the world, Nigidshma, Nigid is also a different shot. Nigid might mean a crown. So Nigidshma, if you want to crown your name, you want to know how to become great, Avad Lose your name. Be mavatal yourself. Lower yourself. Totally opposite, but it works in consonants. It works together with this other pshat. If I lose my name, I'm going to get a name. Right? All the greats. Or Borech Menachavot. Rav Shlomo Zalman and Rav Moshe, just to name the ones in, in our generation. When is it that somebody's going to have a great name? Right, Shaul and David, they didn't want it. And Memela, that's the ones they got it. Right, if somebody runs after, somebody wants to. One of my Talmudim once asked me a few weeks ago, he says, he says how did so-and-so become the post Kador? It's like, nobody chooses to become the post Kador. We don't say, okay, I'm going to become the post Kador now. No, somebody does their homework and serves like a Baruch and Mamela, people start asking them questions, and soon the whole generation starts asking them questions. And as long as they don't think of themselves as the post Kador, who never wanted to be the post Kador, then somebody could become the post Kador. It's not a position that one dreams of or one is voted in. It is a position that happens Mamela. Korach wanted it. Korach wanted that power, and Memela, it was, it was lost to him. And then he just quotes a uh, a very sharp thought at the end from Rav Bunim, 
Line 34, he quotes about Korach specifically. Korach Ishesh Kolos Hoya. Korach had everything. He was an Ishesh Kolos. He, he, he was a Tamar Chacham. He had all the Milos. He had Yichus. Why did he lose? Because Lakach Laatzmo. As it says, Vayikach Korach. He didn't wait until the proper time. Maybe he would have gotten there. Memelef, he would have served the Kodesh Baruch properly. He would have gotten a position. But he jumped the gun. He jumped the gun and tried to get it. So what happens? Mida Kineg and Mida, the ground jumped the gun as well. The ground gets all of us after 120. But Karach, you jumped the gun. So Kodesh Baruch Hu made the ground jump the gun too. He'll, the ground will swallow you up before your proper time, just like Korach tried to get what he wanted, not in his proper time as well. Okay. Moving right along. So those are some major, those are some of the major thoughts about Korach and his misuse. We've spoken in past years about the Mishnah of in Perkiyavos about uh, that talks about Korach as well, the Machlokas. But uh, we'll uh, get back to that also a little bit later. Let's continue now. Perak Tezayin Pasik Pasik Hayin Vav. So what does the Kaddish Baruch Hu? What does the Kaddish Baruch Hu say? Tell Korach. He tells Moshe. Boker v'yodah Hashem es Asherlo ve'esakadosh ve'ikrevelav. In the morning, we spoke a number of years ago about the Be'er Yosef. What do you mean, Boker? It's going to be as clear as Boker. Not going to get back to that right now. Hashem is going to show and prove who he has chosen. This is what you do. Take machtos. Take shovels. Put fire in it. Hot coals. And put Ketores in it. Machar v'haya ha'ish ha'shevchar Hashem hu akadosh, and we will see which one Hakadosh Baruch Hu chooses. Using the Ketores, Rav Lachem b'nei Levi, you have have gone past what you should have done. So the test is done through the Machtos. Ask Rav Chaim Kenyevsky, fascinating question in the time of the Kra. Source number six on the top left. Why Hakadosh Baruch Hu needed to test Korach in this way? Who is the tzaddik? Who is the chosen one? Who is the greatest? L'chara kasha. He has a kasha based on the Gemara in Yuma. Madua hutzrech lo marlohem sheyavio machtos hayo. There was a different, easier way of, of proof. Hello, hayo yachol lo chiach lohem shakarachu rasha ba machlokas al yedei. You read this haman. If you remember, there's a couple of dafin towards the end of Yuma that talk all about the man. Ayin Ayin Hey Ayin Vav. That's what the Gemara talks about. The Talmidim Master Shem Yechai. You know why doesn't it just rain man once a year? Why every day? Because the Kaddish Baruch Hu wants us to to talk to him every day. But in that Gemara, the Gemara talks about that the man did not fall equally to every Jew. The Tzadikim got the man at their doorstep. Right when they walked outside, the man was there. Beinonim had to walk a little bit, and then the Rishon had to walk had to walk a little far far away to get the man. Sadikim Yarada Pesak Patehem, Benonim Yatsu Vilaktu, they had to go out and gather. Vershaim Shatu Vilaktu, they had to go out and Mikhuslamachana very far away. So, asks the time at the cry, asked the Rafhaim Kanyevsky, so why didn't they just check where the man fell? And you would know. Aaron and Korach. Obviously, Aaron, the man fell right next to him. And Korach had fell far, he was a Russia. Ubevade Lomoshe Yarada Mana Pesach Beso. The Korach Vadaso, Hutzrocholatis Bukhuslamachan el Shubelokot. So, why did they just use, why do you have to use the Ktoras and the Machta? So he quotes three ideas. Three answers suggested. Number one, line 12. Ubeshevet Musur Kasaf. Dimiyom Shalmachlok Eskorach. Lo Yarad Klal Hamon Li Israel. Whoa. 
There was one day during the 40 years that the man did not fall. And that was the day of the machlokas of Korach. People were hungry that morning. There was such machlokas, HaKadosh Baruch Hu couldn't bring himself, Kaviyachol, to give man when everybody was arguing. So many. And the rest of Am Yisrael didn't stick up for Moshe specifically. So Hashem did not give man that day. So when they went to look, obviously there was no there was no man that day. What about yesterday? Korach happened to be a tzaddik. But then it went to his head. Answer number one. So there was no man that day in order to be able to check. Number two, an unbelievable, so true answer that we know has so many other examples. If somebody's argumentative, if somebody is a late, somebody is a mocker of Moshe, of anyone, you could bring them all the rise in the world. They're going to be able to explain it. They're going to have tirutzim. They're going to have ways. No! Oh! You know, it's because of my, my brother. It's because of this. Oh, Hashem wants to give me exercise. It could be a raya. If somebody doesn't want to believe, if somebody is a balmach locus, so then it's, it's not going to help, right? It's like someone comes over and is a non-believer. One has to know whether they're really asking a question and they want an answer or they're making a statement in question form. And if it's the latter, then there's no use talking to them. Right, so often we find this, the Mitzrayim, we know the uh, beginning of uh, Mesechus Brachus, where the Gemara tells us, Kachatzos, Bachatzos, Moshe Rabbeinu did not say, Moshe, HaKadosh Baruch Hu said Kachatzos, but Moshe didn't say that, because maybe it'll be 1201 on their watch, and then they would think, oh, Moshe Badayu. What if all the firstborns die at the very same second? They all died at 1201. Oh, what a coincidence. Oh, they all must have had uh, stomach poisoning, food poisoning. And they all, they all died. But it was 1201, it wasn't 12. Or the Yamsuf is splitting. Oh, what a strong a strong uh, current that day, a strong tide that day. If somebody doesn't want to believe, you could have all the riots in the world. It's not going to convince them. See here too, even if the mun fell far close, it wouldn't help. People who want to mock, people who want to late. And therefore, it, uh, that wasn't a raya. The other rabba, he continues, Yosifa Ladon, Shebeglal, Shein Paulim, Vachokim, Maspik, Neged, Moshevar, Lachach, Nechubaze. You know what they would say? You know why it's so far? Because we haven't fought hard enough. We have to fight Moshevar and harder. And if we fight them harder, then, then it'll fall close. That's why we're, we're shy and we haven't stuck up for all of you, you know, until now. Kolei the Kolom Kadoshim. They could find any answers. That's why they have to find the Ktoris, because the first two, first ones wouldn't be good. So number one, maybe it didn't fall that day. Maybe even if it did, it wouldn't be a raya. And number three, maybe is a different understanding of the whole Gemara. Maybe the Gemara does not mean that, oh, it's Sadiq and Russia. It's not objective Sadiq and Russia in general, right? The Mun didn't, didn't uh, test that. Diafa Gav, line 24. Even though the Gemara says that the Mon, it was called Zerah God, that's from the Lashon of Magid, the Mon was able to tell who was whose father and whose was whose Eved. If there's a machlokas about who owns an Eved, so you check how many portions of Mon fell at each person's house. You'll know, you know, who has the, who has the Eved. So even though that's true, says the time of the Kro, though, but maybe Tzadik and Rasha in this context mean within Hilchas Hamon, 
Within the halachas of following what you're supposed to do with the man. What does it mean tzaddik in Russia in general? So it could be that that's also a reason why they wouldn't be able to test with this. But he ends up with a, uh, a tzarachin. But different suggestions about why the man couldn't be the, couldn't be the test. Okay, so what happens? Moshe Rabbeinu, before the punishment comes, he tries, he tries to salvage a couple of lives. He tries to help some people out. So what does he do? Vayomar Moshe al-Korach. First he talks to Korach. He says he wants to save Korach. Shimuna b'nei Levi. Listen. Hama'atmikem. And this is what, relating to what we said earlier. You're already separated. Right? All the Yisraelim are out. Right? If Yisrael can't do any avodah, they can't carry the Mishkan. So you already have so much. You've already been elevated. You're already doing the avoda. You're a, you're a levy already. Right? You're more than most other Jews. So you also want the kuna. So he tries to convince them, stop. And then specifically, he sends to Dasan Anaviram. Dasan Anaviram, Moshe Rabbeinu has a history with Dasan Anaviram. You know, you would think that Moshe wouldn't be out for their good. Right? We know what Dasan Anaviram did to in Mitzrayim. Right? Misamcha. Uh, he was, they were the one that got Moshe into trouble. And maybe they were the one that put the, the man out, you know, in the fields. Yet, Moshe and Aaron tried to save them. Moshe sends to them, They say, sorry, we are not... We are not coming. We are not coming. Arashi quotes already. We try to undo it. Moshe is trying to make shalom with them. And again, Rashi doesn't emphasize it. But the, even Dosan and Aviram he's trying to make shalom with. Good. Question. Why do we have to know Dosan and Aviram's father here? Right? We know from before. We know the family tree. And the other times that Dosan and Aviram are, are mentioned, it doesn't always say B'nai Eliav. What do we have to know B'nai Eliav here? What is the emphasis of that? Says the Oav Yisrael. Says the Apterav. A classic Apterav thought. Why did he name a Sefer the Oav Yisrael? Because that's what he was. He was an Oav Yisrael. He had a lot, tremendous love for all Jews, and that's how this the part that he says right here. Source seven. Hi, Bnei Eliav, Amor Khan, Ulacharmi Yutar. Right, what is that Bnei Eliav teaching me? We know their father. The Gam, Mauhalashon, Lo Naaleh. Also, what do they respond? We are not going up. We're going up where? We're not coming. Should have said Lo Nelech. We're not going to come. What do you mean Lo Naaleh? We are not going to go up. Achen Yeshlomar says the after of Dehine, Moshe Rabbeinu Allah Shalom. Rabban shall call Hanevim, Hayadorish Tovla Amo, Vechafetz Betovasam. Moshe Rabbeinu wanted the good for everybody. He wanted. He knew something was going to happen. He knew they were going to get punished. He was looking for some excuse, something. He wanted to be Masakin their Neshamas. 
They were so mean to him. They were so even almost causing him to die earlier in history. And yet Moshe wanted their goodness. Moshe wanted to save them. He wanted to be Masak in the Neshamas. He saw they were so far. They were so lost. Rishayim Gedolim. How am I going to get through to these guys? It's like impossible. They are such Rishayim. The only way I know there's an Akuda inside every Jew. I know there's an Akuda. They've destroyed it, but you know what? Even just the biological connection to their father. Maybe that's what I could connect to. Maybe I could go to the root of their neshamas. I could raise them up. I could bring them out of their abyss. Their father must have been a tzaddik. Eliav, my, my, my God is my father. Maybe, maybe I could connect to that. Deep, deep into their neshamas. I could bring him up. I could bring him out. They realize though. He must have sent a messenger. Come on. So they realize what Moshe is trying to do. What does he, they say to him? They are such Rishayim. Lo na'ala. We don't want to go up. Not just we don't want to come to you. We don't want to let that Nakudas HaKadusha inside of us. We don't want to have that uplifting, that Aliyah. And therefore, we are rejecting anything. But again, the message for us is every Jew, Moshe Rabbeinu knew they were too far gone. Doesn't mean they were such Rosham Gemurim with Korah, but Moshe realized that he tried to connect to that to that biological connection that they had to their father, and yet they didn't allow it, and the rest is is history. Okay, moving right along now to the next story. So we have the story of separate Hibadlu Vatiftacharet Piha, and the tragedy occurs. The ground opens up its mouth. As we know, we discussed at length in past years, the Mishnah in Perkeavos that talk about this Bria Chadasha was this created at Bein Hashmashes. Everything is, is swallowed up. What happens right after this? Hashem says to Moshe, Amar Elazar and Aaron Akohen, tell Elazar, the Yorim is a machtos mimen asrefa, the Eshaish, Zerei Hala, Kikadeshu, pick up the shovels, pick up the, the machtos. And the Chulva, Ikach Elazar, Akohen is machtos and achoshis, he takes them as a zikaron. And right after that, we'll get back to some of these other psukim. Vayilonu, we'll do it on the, the sheet is a little out of order, but we're going to do it in this, in the order of the sheet. They start complaining. What happens? Finally, the cloud covered and they saw Kfod Hashem. They saw Kfod Shemayim. The covet of Hashem. What is the covet of Hashem? Ezra of Zilberstein in the Alein Lushabayach. It's not exactly connected to the Pasik. But classically, he talks about different topics that could be talked about even in a tangential way. Says the Alain Lushabeach. 
Kvod Hashem, Kvod Shemayim. What is the ultimate Kvod Shemayim that we could create? Kodesh Baruch Hu's existence is Kvod Shemayim. But Mitzidenu, what is the step one? How could we create Kvod Shemayim? He says two words. And it's obvious, but it has to be repeated so often because we all need help with this. And that is Derecha Darche Noham and Midas Tovos. You can't get to the first stage in Avodas Hashem without Midos. Right? He doesn't quote it, but that's sort of the Chaim Vital's comment why there's no mitzvah to have Midas Tovos. There's no mitzvah in the Torah because that's a prerequisite for all other mitzvahs. If we don't have midas tovos, then the whole Torah is going to be warped. Everything we do. That's one of the pshatim why they say that the Talmud Rebbe Akiva had to be uh, all killed out because they were the Bali Hamasora of that generation. They didn't have midas tovos, so they were giving over a warped Torah. The entire Masora would have been warped. So Hashem had to press the restart button, and we had to do it again and start off with the five great rabbis who had Midos. So that is the first stage, right? The Pasuk says, Kvod Hashem, Hashem's cloud is Kvod Hashem. The way we create Kvod Hashem, though, is Kvod Shemayim and having Midos. And he quotes, he quotes from a story from Ravachana Wasserman. Ravachana one time came to a city to start a yeshiva. Maybe it was before he came to Baranovich to start the yeshiva there. There was a big Rav in the... Uh, in the city, already had a big shul, and Rabbi Ochanan came to start a yeshiva. And when Rabbi Ochanan started the yeshiva, and he saw that everybody started coming to his minion, and everybody was leaving the rabbi, who was also deserving of a kahila. Rabbi Ochanan saw this, he left. He said, I'm not coming here to start a yeshiva to make the shul empty, and to make the, the rabbi in the shul, you know, lose all of his talmidim. It's not worth it to me. Yes, my goal is Tarbatz's Torah, and to have yeshivas, but says Rabbi Ochanan, the story. Azav od ba'oso yom es That day. Mishim shalaratza lefkom bekvodo shalarav. Adam says now Rav Zilberstein. Shan hagaz ha-Torah eina ner l'raglav. If you're, one is not totally influenced by Yashrus, by what the Torah says, Yomar ma'ichba libi ma'shakori ba'ir. Harichayavim lo mod lo lamed Torah l'chazek ha-sa'ir. What do I care? The, the city, it's good for the yeshiva. It's good for the city to have a yeshiva, to have serious learning here. And I, what am I doing? Nothing good is going to come about from stepping on the shoe, on the toes of someone else. If the Kavadarav will be stepped on, it's worth it to go somewhere else. To lose covet, to cause covet to be lost from someone it's totally not worth it. Totally not worth it. And we learn this even from Moshe Rabbeinu. Quotes the Medrash in Shmos. Rekhanesh Baruch who tells Moshe to lift up his staff and split the sea, Kriyas Yamsuf. What does Moshe say? Okay, great. I'm going to save the Bnei Yisrael this way. No. First Moshe asks a question. Is that Derech Eretz? Should I really do this? You're telling me to split the sea and make it dry land. Fuck Siv. But the Pasuk says, Ashasamti Gvulayam. We know Kodesh Baruch Hu created rules. He created inherent natural law for so many things. The water goes this way. I'm going to change that. I'm going to uproot that. 
I'm going to affect something else. Is that really a pressure? Do you really want me to do that? Moshe had to make sure of it. Yes. I, 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 I made the rule during my sabracious that the sea was going to split at this moment. So don't worry about it. It's already pre-programmed. So Moshe Rabbeinu went and then split the sea. Asks the Aleinu L'Shabeach Havin is Bonein, line 26. Matzav B'nei Yisrael Bosa Shah. B'shakon is clear, B'nei Yisrael, we're going to get destroyed. They have the Egyptians in the back. They have the Yam in the front. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Amar L'Moshe L'Groas HaYam. V'yinei B'makam L'Kfotz L'Yam. Instead of jumping and saying, great, Moshe is asking Shilas? Yes. Because there has to be Derech Eretz. Even for, there has to be, even for the Yam. This is what the yam does. I'm going to affect the yam. I'm going to negatively push something into the yam. Says no, that can't be. One has to act in a certain way, no matter what the goals are. The means cannot step on on anyone or anything. And they even says, you know what? That's going to help us against our enemies. We always look for schoolos. Schoolos had a had a what you do when we're surrounded by our enemies in Eretz Yisrael and and anywhere. Said the greatest schoola is to have achdus and amidus tovas for each other. That's the, that's what a Baruch Hu loves. There are so many sources related to that. Right? Akadosh Baruch Hu loves when his children get along with each other. Why was Achav's door the Yushalmi and Peah? Why is Achav's door you know Zochet to win? And, da, and uh, the Dora, the other Doros, David's Dor, you know, they, they weren't always Zohar because there was inner fighting. When there's inner fighting amongst Am Yisrael, Kaddish Baruch Hu was very upset, even in the face of, even in the face of Avodah so That's something that we have to make sure. Says of Zilberstein, that's the ultimate in terms of Kavit Hashem and Kvot Shamayim. Again, the Pasuk talks about a Kaddish Baruch Hu's cloud coming down, but he spoke about the Mitzidenu, where can we bring Fot Shemayim? And that's the Midos that we, that we have. Okay, two more thoughts as we continue here in uh, getting back to the Likute Yoshua. There is the four-word phrase that's quoted earlier in uh, Perak Yudzayin and Pasakei. At the end of this whole story, we have the Torah warns us, Velo One cannot be like Korach. One shouldn't be like Korach. That's what they say from the Hakdama of the Smag. The Smag, one of the Sefer HaMitzvos, he published his Sefer HaMitzvos, which basically follows the Rambam's count, but there was one he couldn't figure out. He had 612, and he couldn't figure out the last one, what the last Mitzvah was going to be. And what had happened in a dream? He had a vision. Shouldn't be like Korach. It's an Iser to be argumentative. It's an Iser to be a Baal Lokas. That's the Pashtus. But if you look in the Likuta Yoshua, he quotes from Rabbi Tzadok. Rabbi Tzadok says, not only is this a command, but it is a, it is a reality. Uh, the reality that, uh, we have to take with us throughout our discussions and our interpersonal relationships. Says Rabbi Tzadok, Milublin, Rabbi Tzadok was Nifter, I think, in 1900. Says Rabbi Tzadok, Shadiok Every letter, every pasuk in the Torah is eternal. There won't be, what does it sound like? It's not a lashon of tzivui. There won't be any machlokas. That's what the pasuk seems to say. There won't be like Korach and the Eidah. That's not true, answered Mitzado. There's plenty of machlokas. There's so much machlokas. So, how are we supposed to understand the Pasuk if the Pasuk is Nitzchi? Ubir ha'inyan, says the Rebbe Tzadok, ki vadai, 
Machlokas Kazo and the Likuti Yeshua. We mentioned a few weeks ago when we started learning his Sefer. Alright, he learned in he learned in Lublin with Rabbi Tzadok. Ki vadai machlokes kazos shahoisa al yedei karvacha adasa lo yeolalamim. No, yes, the pasuk can mean you shouldn't argue, but you know what the pasuk means? There will never be a machlokes like the one that took place with Korach. Why? That was a unique machlokes. Shabaosa machlokes hayatzad echad utzad shel Moshe kulo emes batzedek. That machlokes was a hundred percent right and zero right. There's never a machlokas like that. At that time, Moshe was 100% right and Korach was 100% wrong. That type of machlokas generally will never happen. Every machlokas in the history of the world, it could be 50-50. It could even be 75-25. It could even be 99-1. But even the wrong side might have a little bit of something. Even if it's 1% and they're totally wrong, but it's not totally. Only Korach. Korach v'chadaso, Korach is, when there's a machlokas, v'tzad asheni shal korach v'chadaso, yekubo shagav v'chadaso, it was all false, it was all lies. V'machlokas kazulo tia od ba'olam. Ki b'kol machlokas shanu roim, ain af tzad echad kulo zakai. Somebody can be, somebody can be totally wrong in an action that they do. Somebody's v'chal shavas. So they're 100% wrong. Somebody does a terrible avera. That's 100% wrong. We're talking about where there's an argument between people. There's a monetary dispute. There's a uh, hasagas kvul dispute. Any kind of dispute. There's a machlokas between a husband and a wife. Generally, you know, it's not 100% zero. You know, so that's that's the what the pasuk is saying. This was a unique machlokas, right? 100 to to zero. Kibachol machlokas again. Shonu roim ein af tzad echad kulo zakai. Rag efshar tzad echad so dek yoser mi tzad asheni bimato baharbe. One side is more right by a little or by a lot. That we're not going to find. Moshe Rabbeinu. There was no nigiyah atzmas. There was nothing. There was no nigiyah. There was nothing uh, subjective. He was totally pure l'shem shamayim. And still korach v'adaso cholkolav. That's the pshat of lo yiyah kekorach v'chaadaso. Okay. One final thought here as we finish up Hashem's korach here in camp. Says the... Let's go through the psukim again for a moment. A problem that maybe bothers us as we read through the parasha, we have the story of Korach and we have the story of the punishment. Punishment, what happens, they get swallowed up. They get, Moshe promises what's going to happen. And in Bria Yivra Hashem, Adam if Hashem creates a unique creation, you will know that it's not me, it's HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Just as he finishes talking, the ground opens up, a fire goes out from Hashem, the 250 men are, are burned, etc. Next Pasuk, Hashem tells Moshe, uh, to tell Elazar to take out the machtos, the and he takes out the machtos. Next pasuk. What would we expect? Okay, Moshe, you're right. Okay, Moshe, we we understand. We would expect that now Benazir would be shocked into believing. And what happens? Such a surprising reaction. Vayilonu. They again complain. Koladas machras al Moshe atemamitem Look what you did. Look what you did. Korach complained. And Korach was Chayim Misa. And the 250 men rebelled against him. And then Amoshe says, this is what Hashem wants. This is what's going to happen. This is what happens. And what do they say? Atem Amitem. Asam Hashem. Vayibi kohelo edal Moshe v'al Aaron. They gather against him. Vayifnu alo moe v'nekiso hanan. 
It's unbelievable. Then what does Hashem tell Moshe? Right? And what Hashem says, I've had enough. I'm going to destroy them. They fall on their faces and they say, no, no, please, again, forgive us. They take the Torahs because there was a plague. Hashem started doing, uh, being, uh, killing them. And 24,000. How much is it? I'm sorry. 14,700 died. Besides those who were involved in Korah. So what happens? There was a plague. Then what happens? Then you have the Mate. Then you have the Mate of Aaron. And that's the one that sprouts inside. Asks the Shvile Chaim. We've had him, we haven't had him a lot anymore. Chaim Al-Aziri, remember the rough from Canton, Ohio. What, what's the Hemshech HaPsukim here? First of all, how did they complain right after this? What, Moshe and Aaron said exactly what they were going to do. This is exactly what happened and they complained. Secondly, fine, they complained. They punished and the Ketorah saved them. And then we have the simon of the Mateh. The Mata growing sprouts. What did that add to the whole story? Now they're going to believe, right? What, the, the, the ground opening up and swallowing Korach wasn't enough? They needed the, the Pasuk of Vayotzei Perach, Vayotzei Tzitz, Vayogmol Shkedim? What's the Hemshach HaPsukim? So says the Shvi Lechaim. He quotes here in Source 11. Kashalonim Olohavim, it's hard for us to understand this last complaining. Now you would think after the story of Korach, right, it, it would be like... Uh, what happened? What happened? So he quotes from the Eben Ezra, Mitzia Matsasi, line seven. Atemamitem, Hatam Maraya Haisazos, Shashevilevi Hua Nivchar, Venivchar Aaron, the Kohen Gadol, Vitachain, Shepetilaschem, O Bechachma, Sheyedatem, Saraftem Hamakrivim. Says the Eben Ezra, expanded upon here by the Shvile Chaim, they thought that Moshe has an unbelievable koach They realized that, Moshe and Aaron. So they said, you know, you daven that something should happen. You daven that this problem should go away. Why you daven that it should go away this way? That's what they were complaining. They were wrong, as we'll see in their complaining. But what they were complaining about is, is that what a lead, how a leader davens? Is that what you're supposed to do? What's behind this Ebenezerah? So he quotes a story from Rabbi Yisrael Salanter. He quotes that when he was in Eretz Yisrael, he heard a sipur nifla from a Rav Hillman. He quotes that one time there was a Rav passing by in the, through the town of where Yisrael Salanter happened to be. Last line. He visited his son, who was the Rav of a community. There was something that happened, and Rabbi Yisrael Salanter got up and started berating the tzibur. Started berating the tzibur. And this is now on the page six. So this Rav, this visiting Rav, goes to Yisrael and says, I have a kasha. I have a kasha. What's the kasha? We all know the story in Shabbos, Lam and Gimel, right? Not a coincidence that it's in Lag uh, in Shabbos. The story of Rav by Yachai, Rashbi, and his son. When they came, they were in the cave for 12 years learning. They came out of the cave. What happened? When they came out of the cave, the first time... They, everything they saw, they saw people involved in, in Olam Hazeh activities. They saw people plowing. They saw people sewing. What do they do? Laser eyes. Wherever they looked, zap. Started bur- get burn- burned up. What happens? A Baskal goes out from Shemayim and says, What? I need, I need people to zap my people. Go back to your cave. And they went back to the cave for a year until finally Eliyahu Navi says, Okay, it's time to come out. 
So the question is, asks this Raptor of Yisrael Salanter, I don't understand. Were they right or were they not right? Well, obviously they had the power to zap people and burn things. So that shows that they were right if they had that power. But on the other hand, the Bosco says, go back to the cave. So obviously they were wrong. So which is it? Were they right or were they not right? So Yisrael Salanter smiles on line 24. He says, it looks like you have an answer. So why don't you tell me your answer? He says, okay, I'll tell you my answer. He says, they were right. Alpidin. Following the din, midas hadin, they have the power. But that's not what leaders generally do. Leaders of Am Yisrael have to be weighted on the side of Rachamim. They have to be weighted on the side of looking, like the Oiv Yisrael said before, looking for the Nekudas HaKadusha, seeing the good in everyone. And that's what they have to be weighted to. So that's what the Malach, the, the, the Basko says, get back to your cave. You're right. But that's not what we need in this world. Yes, me, per se, you're right. But that is not what this world is about. We have to have Rachamim. You have to have a different outlook. So that the second time they came out and they saw the man on Arab Shabbos running with the two Hadassim and they could view that as Kavit Shabbos, Zachar V'Shamar, so that's a different type of way of Ashkafa of ruling the world. So says the, now the Shvile Chayim, based on that story, this is what the Am was complaining about. The Amos complained to Moshe and Aaron, you Davin, we know you have a kocha tefillah. They thought it was about the tefillah of Moshe and Aaron. But where's the Rachamim? You're supposed to be great leaders. Aren't you supposed to have Rachmanus? But what was the answer? The answer was, this was, this was not a time for Rachmanus. Moshe was the greatest mispalel for Rachamim of Chal Yisrael. How many times did he get forgiveness for them so Hashem wouldn't destroy them? They were wrong. But how did Hash- Moshe prove that? What did Hashem say? Put the, the mate in the in the uh, Mishkan, and what happens? It grows sprouts. That had nothing to do with Moshe's tefillah. He just put the, the staff in there, and it grew sprouts to show to Am Yisrael that the previous opening up of the, pe- of the, of the ground, that also wasn't because of Moshe's tefillah. That's because the Kodesh Baruch Hu wanted this to happen. This wasn't a time for Rachamim, right? This was a time for Din, because that's what Korach deserved, Korach v'hadaso. But again, the message for us is, A, there will, oh, he says at the end, there will always be people complaining against even the greatest leaders of Klal Yisrael. No, no great Jewish leader will, will have everybody like him, number one. Number two, a Jewish leader generally definitely has to have Rachmanis most of the time and have a positive outlook. But number three, sometimes, Kodesh Baruch Hu says there's din. Sometimes there has to be a din and Korach, Yikov Adin Sahar. Sometimes it has to be that way too and it's up to the Manig to know exactly when is Rachamim expected, which is most of the time, and when is the din expected. So that takes us through Pasha's Korach. And we'll still call it Korach, as the Lubavitcher Rebbe told us why it's important to have that as well. Okay, we'll stop here.